This is episode 13 with Andrea Hill. Hey, so who hosts this Euphoric Epiphany podcast anyway? Now let's get started with the show. Always remember, boys want what other boys want. Right. To be kissed and often, and by someone who knows how. Well, I suppose you think you are the proper person. So kissing again. Do we have to hear the kissing part? Oh, behave. Hey, guy, say, why don't we go someplace and have a drink? A drink? Okay, okay, copyright Victoria. Welcome to the dating series where we take two weeks and we talk about dating in this new and fantastic world of apps and technology. Today, we're gonna bring it back to the dinner party. Let's have our guests introduce themselves. My name is Andrea Hill. I'm a dating mentor and romantic facilitator. Um, I, my coaching business is Date by Design and my dating service is uh, the dinner party and really the mandate behind everything that I do is to help people date better, to have a more enjoyable, fun and safe dating experience. Awesome. So we like to start things off with an unrelated and kind of silly question. What do you find you use or need more often, a dictionary or a thesaurus? Probably a thesaurus. Yeah. Like, you know the word, but maybe that's not quite the perfect word to use. Or you've already used it 14 times. <laughs> yeah, more that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, perfect. So, um, like you said, your mandate is to make uh, the dating world just a better scene. What drove you to want to make changes in the dating scene? And what are those changes that you want to see spe- specifically? Sorry. Um, well, uh, my own experiences is what drove me to do it. And... Um, and friends and just um, speaking to other people that I met. I wrote about my own experiences, oh, for almost 10 years and um, dating from different places. So a small town to a bigger cosmopolitan city like New York and then moving to Vancouver and experiencing what the dating scene was like here and felt that I needed to kind of step out from behind my... um, my laptop, my keyboard, and actually do something to help contribute to that change. So that has been the driving force. It started with um, doing a, a service, which is the dinner party, which really just was something created to help people just connect more authentically, to bring humanness back to dating. Um, I see the industry still moving towards fast, uh, instant gratification, um, really removing the human factor from dating. We're now human face shopping with apps like Tinder and Bumble and, and they are tools too, but I find most people aren't using them effectively as a tool, but as a way to almost become disconnected and numb out. Yeah, it's just kind of like, uh, you're saying you're dating, but you're just swiping left or right. So the connection is just not there whatsoever. Yeah, people aren't really investing in each other. Um, and if it's 
if it doesn't resonate for them immediately, and they may not even be clear about what it is that they even want. You know, you see a lot of people with profiles, and it's so vague, they could be anyone. So they're not even really sure. So then they end up being in this dating milieu because they, they're meeting people and they don't even really know what it is that they're looking for. So they go, they're on this like dating merry-go-round and, and that increasingly becomes more and more frustrating because they don't like who's getting on and off. So it's about um, with my coaching services, providing um, programs and mentorship that allows people to bring it back home to themselves be really clear about who they are, their own relationship with themselves, and then getting really clear about what it is that they want and then how to actually connect authentically again. Because I think if you've been dating for a while, um, you become very disconnected. Yeah, and desensitized. And it just, it feels like, like you said, a wheel go around, just around and around until you fall off and then you're done with it for a while. Yeah, it's dating Groundhog Day and it's not fun. So let's go back to the dinner party. I think this is a really, really cool concept. Um, it's coming up to its two-year anniversary here in February. Uh, what I You touched on it briefly, but what makes it so different from other ways to date, and why was it important for you to start this up? Uh, well, it was important because, um, again, bringing it back to that human connection, and dating can feel like a job, and I think that feeling as a jumping off point is not a great place to start. So I um, have been thinking about, uh, you know, looking at what services were out there, not really feeling anything that resonated for me. And I was new to Vancouver um, and uh, connecting with people in the city, it has a bad reputation for that. So I wanted to do something that sort of shook things up a little bit. So um, it, Really what the dinner party is, is each guest that's interested in becoming a member, they um, complete a private profile, which gives me a snapshot of what it is that they're looking for. And then they go through um, a very intensive sit down with me, which I call a discovery session. And this is where I get to meet them and um, really get to know who they are, where they've come from, what their family background is, their relationship history, and then help them get really clear about what they're looking for in a partner and in a relationship. Uh, communication style, values, belief systems, all these things are discussed. And it's with that information that I curate tables of 8 to 12 people, equal number men and women. I host the dinners at ro uh, local restaurants in and around Vancouver. It's always a multi-course or family-style meal, so it's really interactive. It's about the food and connection. You know, I'm sure you've ever gone to a dinner party, and it's fun. You may not even know everyone. The only common denominator is the host, and that's no different with the dinner party. I know everybody. I've met everyone, and I've brought people together that I think really complement each other. They're all looking for the same thing in a relationship. So if someone wants to get married and have kids when they come to a dinner um, they'll know that everyone at the table wants to get married and have kids um, or, you know, or is just looking for a companion or whatever the relationship desire may be. And then they have like two to three hours to just connect. And there's so many people at the table that you don't get that awkwardness that you do on a first date where you're trying to project what you think the other person wants or, you know, it's more of a, um, a showdown or an interview than it is actually people connecting. 
So at the dinner party, you can't really end up being anything but yourself because there's so many people to bounce off of. Uh, conversation's easy because there's a lot of commonality between the people that are sitting down the table that it's been designed that way. Uh, you're not allowed to ask anyone out at the table, so there's no competition or awkwardness at all. And once <laughs> the dinner wraps, then I follow up with all the guests, find out where there's some mutual curiosity or, a, or outright attraction, uh, make sure that it's mutual, and then I facilitate a connection, and I'm there to support them um, as they either ride off into the sunset or go on a date and get some feedback and see how things go. Yeah, no, I, I, it's it's funny that you mentioned that they're not allowed to ask each other out at the dinner party because I was thinking, like, what if everybody likes everybody and then arm wrestles break out? And <laughs> <laughs> yes, we avoid that. Yeah, no, that's a good call. That's a good call. So what would the difference be? Because I know there is a difference here between hiring, like, a matchmaker and going to this dinner party because they kind of sound a little similar here. Yeah, um, so I'm not a matchmaker. That's an entirely um, different kettle of fish. Matchmakers are um, wonderful people within the industry who do a lot of hard work in finding you one specific person that is in alignment with all that you're looking for in um, a partner and that has similar relationship goals. So they're setting you up on one-on-ones. Uh, it's a very old profession. Um, matchmakers are extremely valuable in the sense that um, it's who they know and their network of people. Whereas the dinner party, um, I call myself a romantic facilitator because people want to call me something. And that seemed to work best because what I'm doing is I'm, I'm bringing people together to create the opportunity for connection without the pressure or all the hard work of what is now traditional dating online dating if you can believe that and creating opportunity and then i'm following up behind the scenes to see who's interested in who so there's more opportunity at the dinner party you could potentially go on a date with one or two people or if you hit it off with everyone and then find out how it works you've got someone there in the background to support you but it's not me just matching you with one person I don't bring someone to the table with the intention of you just beating a particular individual. I'm creating an opportunity to meet four to six people of the opposite sex. Which also takes the pressure off to be this, you know, oh, I have to be this wonderful, super awesome person that this person's going to like. Instead, you could just be you and someone will like that. Exactly. There is there is power in numbers in, in the dinner party in the sense that a lot of the time what trips us up when we're dating is ourselves. We get in our own way. And when it's one-on-one, you feel very much like it's a bit of an inquisition and you're, you're stiff. You're not yourself. And you see that at a dinner party, usually within the first five minutes. Everyone comes in, they're feeling a little nervous, they're concerned about judgment or um, whatever is getting in the way, which normally does with dating. And then once everyone sits down and I make introductions and we get a cocktail or a glass of wine and conversation starts to flow, you literally see it all melt away. And um, then you see the little, you know, ignition sparks of people connecting on similar interests or experiences and um, I know a lot what a lot of the commonalities are that's how I put so much care into curating a dinner 
Um, but I'm always surprised by what other things come up. And it's always such a delight to watch and see how people connect at the table. Because sometimes after the dinner, I'll know if there's an initial attraction, but then I'll see, you know, someone else really be bouncing off of each other and maybe their own dialogue is getting in the way and they'll say, oh, no, I didn't really necessarily think that I connected with anyone and I might challenge them on that a little bit if I saw something that says otherwise at the dinner. So it's sort of a multi-service experience, if you will. Now, the dinner party is currently available um, in British Columbia, Victoria, Vancouver, and Kelowna. Um, so what else would be like the people that you are looking for? What, what people would the dinner party work best for? Um, really, the dinner party is, uh, my clientele has been between 30 and 60. Um, they're typically busy professionals. Uh, they're active. They're more spiritually minded. If someone's more um, to, devoted to a particular faith, then the dinner party isn't necessarily for them because it's not just all for inclusive for one. It's for everybody. So being more open-minded with regards to that. Um, but active individuals, people that are relationship minded, people that are part of the dinner party want a relationship. They want a committed relationship. So that's really the general outline of who I attract as clients. And I've got such fantastic clients, uh, you know, <laughs> such wonderful, wonderful people. I love my clients. Yeah, no, that's, that's, you bring up a good point. Like everybody that's going to this dinner party is there because they want a committed relationship. There's yeah. nothing wrong against casual sex, but it's nice to just have that not an option at the table to just know that everybody here wants the same thing that I want without yeah. trying to guess or read into clues, which is just a headache. Exactly. And, um, I think that's another key in dating well is using a dating, I call, refer to them as a tool, any service is like a tool to assist you in, in making a connection with another person for whatever means that might be. If um, you're wanting to have um, you know, a casual sexual relationship with someone, then there is a better tool for that than there is for someone who's looking for a committed long-term relationship. So it's doing your homework and knowing what tools are best to assist you with what relationship um, desires that you have. Um, but what has happened is a lot of people are using all of the tools and then not being necessarily very clear or honest about what it is that they want. And that's when um, the frustration and upset comes with people's experiences in the dating world. Yeah, absolutely. So those those that the dinner party won't quite work for, um, particularly probably geological. Um, what other services do you have that they might be able to look into? Absolutely. Um, so I've created um, programs and I do my mentorship as well. So I have a three month program called Create the Love. And then I have a series of programs, uh, Release, Rewrite, and um, Ignite, that are part of my Create Your Love Story series. And these are programs that really help people get grounded in themselves, get clear about what it is that they want, and then give them the strong knowledge and skill set on how to integrate this new knowledge into their romantic lives. So Release is all about clearing away any old stories, limiting beliefs that might be 
um, really hobbling you in your romantic life. Uh, Rewrite, which is kicking off right away here in January, is all about clarity, getting really clear about what you want in a partner, what you want in a relationship, uh, understanding your own communication style, um, what you need from a partner in order to feel seen and loved, how to communicate that to them. Um, and then Ignite is all about um, creating the sort of sacred capsule, if you will, to uh, ensure that you are attracting and investing your time and your heart space into someone that is in alignment with you and how to do that effectively. Awesome. So if anybody's dating and they're getting frustrated with Tinder, just call Andrea up. <laughs> <laughs> what what other tips would you have for people that have all of these tools at their disposal? Um, like if they're new on the dating scene, like what should their first few steps be? Uh, well, number one step is making sure that you're in a good place, um, that you have resolved um, anything that's maybe anything that's unresolved actually in your past. If there's some you're still carrying some hurt or you have uh, a certain opinion about yourself or others um, that you're doing the internal work to help clear that away. And it sounds easy to say, but it's, it, it takes support. I've done it alone myself and it's hard. Um, that's why I've created the programs I have to support people through community and give them the steps in order to move through that with more grace and kindness for themselves, but really to be grounded in you. You will attract and have a more loving and enjoyable romantic life when you have taken the time to really develop your relationship with yourself first. So that's first and foremost. And then if you're ready, being clear about what it is that you want. I mean, really clear, not just tall, dark, and handsome, and, you know, six foot two and green eyes. We're talking about the emotional landscape of what you're wanting in a partner. Um, and then when you're clear on that, before you dive into choosing your tool of choice, doing your homework. So figuring out what dating site or service is best suited for you and that they actually are um, providing something that's of value to you. So everything from paid online dating sites to apps to certain services that are light matchmaking in a way. Um, there's events companies that just bring people together there's speed dating there's a service like mine the dinner party and then there's um, matchmakers as well so deciding what works best for you instead of just leaping in sort of blind and hoping for the best and that's what works in all areas of our life I mean you don't just kind of willy-nilly go out and buy a house you do some research or a car or anything else and this is this is someone you're investing your heart and your love with so time and investment is a worthwhile uh, endeavor. Exactly. Dating and trying to find a relationship after maybe being married for a while is not something you want to rush into. Uh, no, absolutely not. Um, you want to be at peace with the end of that relationship. The end of a marriage is no different than experiencing a death. You need to give yourself the time to go through the grieving process. 
and be in an emotional space before you invite someone else in so that you're strong enough and in a good place to receive that um, aligning love as opposed to going out and being out of alignment with yourself and attracting the wrong people and then having unhealthy or unhappy experiences which will set you back and also for the other person that you're inviting into your life it's not fair to not be um, have that part of your life resolved and then inviting someone else in um, which unfortunately you see happen a lot it's that um, what's the saying like uh, getting over someone is by getting under someone else but no <laughs> oh, don't I think, do that <laughs> yeah no don't don't do that <laughs> Yeah, just, just, I'm not sure how it goes. Instruction, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, just get to know you. And then eventually you can get under someone else or on top of someone else, whatever you're into. (laughs) Know yourself first. Uh, So there's something I want to share that you do every Monday that I think anybody who is dating right now will be, well, even if you are married, but um, something that you will definitely benefit from. It's called Dating Bedtime Stories. Mm. Um, Yeah, you do it every, every Monday. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's hilarious stories from your own personal dating life, I believe. Um, and I've I've read a couple, and they're so funny, and you're very entertaining to watch. So if anybody is dating right now, definitely I will leave a link to Andrea Hill's Facebook page, which is where you will find the dating bedtime stories. Highly recommend those for a good giggle and uh, heartwarming sometimes. <laughs> yes, they're highly entertaining, and I think having a good sense of humor while you're dating is a must. Absolutely. Because- take yourself or too many things too seriously. Um, and dating bedtime stories is one way of me sharing how I don't take myself too seriously and my own experiences. But much like any good bedtime story, there's always a underlying, uh, you know, lesson to the story, which is what I share after once I've, I've told the stories. But yes, I, I tell them from bed. They're highly entertaining. I do it on Facebook uh, at Mondays at 9 p.m. Mondays at 9. <laughs> So this January 8th, uh, the second program in the Create Your Love Stories series kicks off. It's called Rewrite. And this is a fantastic program for anyone that is wanting uh, to gain some real clarity and what you're wanting in a relationship. And um, clarity is beyond the aesthetics um, or good on paper. We get into the emotional realms of really what um, you are wanting. and. Um, being able to connect and align yourself with that person. So we give you the the steps and the knowledge and the know-how to get that clarity in your romantic life. It's an online four-week program. Um, starts on January 8th and wraps on the 19th. And you can do it from the comfort of your home. So uh, it involves three group calls, uh, one uh, one-on-one uh, coaching call, and then a beautiful supportive community um, online in Facebook as well. Stay tuned this week and next to learn more about dating.